Welcome to Married and Having Fun. We're your hosts, Kathy and JC. Kathy here. I'm 46. I've been married for 25 years to my main squeeze. I'm JC. I'm 33, married to an awesome pastor of six years. It's my second marriage. We have seven kids between our awesome families. On this podcast, we will share all of the ups, downs, and emotions around marriage and all the things in between. If you know what I mean. Sit back, laugh, cry, and enjoy. This is Mary and having fun. Hello, hello, it's JC here. I wanted to give a quick intro before we get into today's episode. We recorded this episode about three weeks ago, and for the last three weeks, I have went back and forth, back and forth, um, just really nervous and scared to share my truth, even though I felt like God was dealing with me to share this. You know, this podcast is for women, and I cannot control who listens to it, um, but I I know that I have to do what God has been leading me to do. I wanted to skip, share a scripture before we get started. Um, this scripture is so evident in my life, and it's 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, and it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. And I am so thankful that um, God has used where I've been to um, place me where I am today. I'm so thankful that my past um, can now allow me to minister to people and connect with people that I never thought um, I would ever come in contact with. Um, My past has made me so passionate about youth and the things that they go through and trauma. And I am hoping that today's episode, I pray that today's episode blesses you and it either helps you understand um, yourself or someone else's journey. Um, God is such a redeemer and he uses all things for his glory. And so I pray that my life story, um, a small segment in my life story blesses you and that um, you continue to draw closer to our savior. And we're back. Woohoo! Hey, JC. <laughs> Hi, Kathy. So today on this episode of Married and Having Fun, we are going to get a little intimate with JC. My heart is pounding. She is. So She's fast. Like nervous. <laughs> For the um, first time. <laughs> this episode is called 10 Things That Ended My First Marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, so God's been dealing with me a lot. Um, just about being open and honest. Um, I just come across so many married women. That... My first response is to be like, "Ew!" <laughs> it's like, it's like, do I have to be? Yeah. Open? No, I know. I'm I just know. kidding. It's oh, gut wrenching, gut wrenching. <laughs> but I just um, marriage is hard, and nobody needs to lie about that. No, no, <laughs> no it's super great. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Um. Easy breezy. And, but you know what? I think it's hard because we're human. Yeah. 
And the design of marriage goes against our humanness. Yeah. So, hmm. Let's get into this. I just this. thought it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> let's get yes, into this. Let's get into this, JC. What are the 10 things that ended your first marriage? Right. And it was only 10 things, huh? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, these, and here, here's the deal these are all things from my perspective. Right. I'm not saying that I was 100% to blame, but I'm taking your, your, the, my responsibility. Yeah. And, and which is something we all need to do in all of our marriages. Yeah, for sure. You know, because honestly, like in my marriage history, there, there was, you know, at times abuse and different things like that. Um, not physical, but in other ways and, and things I had to deal with that I had to learn, you know, cause in those situations you have to draw boundaries and lines mm-hmm. and different things. But in, in all that was my response yeah, and my side of everything too. And then all the other stuff that goes on in any person's life, you know, all mm-hmm. the good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. So in anything, mm-hmm. I forgot what made me go on that tangent, <laughs> but it was about a response. Yeah. You're, you're part of it. Yes. Taking your, your responsibility. Yeah. We all have to do that. We all need to do that. And, um, so let me give a little back history. <laughs> um, my first husband, he is absolutely wonderful. We have a son together who's now 11. Um, the crazy thing is when we got a divorce, we were just really great friends. Um, we had gotten to the point where we were understanding of where we each were. Yeah. Um, so I remember going to the courthouse on our divorce day and we were taking selfies together <laughs> and sitting beside each other and laughing. Um, it was a hard thing to do. Um, and it is still is hard now. And I, I will be honest, like he's now remarried and me not knowing like little details in his life. Sometimes it bugs me cause I'm like, <laughs> he's my friend, but you know, our relationship now has taken a, a different turn because he's remarried and yeah, he has a family that he has, you know, loyalty to. Um, yeah. Before he got married, he was a big part of our lives. Like and I was about to say, when you got remarried, yeah, I mean, he, he as being, it's like you guys. Did, we did all the holidays together. You still. did. You did what you did well that you don't see a lot in divorce is you guys made it where your son. Yeah, it was. You guys were part of his life, yeah. and and um, that and that and was an act of your husband. Now that was an act of God yeah. of the Holy Spirit because um, I remember we had actually been quarreling right after I got married, um, and we weren't speaking for a few months. Wow. And so um, I was. Make a long story short, God just put it upon my ex husband's heart to just forgive and like move on. Um, as in, you know, he was upset because I wanted my son to be with me full time. And it was just this whole thing. I I had moved away from the area that we were living in. And, um, when that happened, like it just did something totally different and new in our relationship. And we 
I mean, we went on family vacations together. My current husband and my ex-husband became friends or <laughs> somewhat, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and um, he was still a big part of our lives. And I just, um, that now, of course, has changed a little bit because, you know, he's he got remarried and not everybody is comfortable with that. Like, yeah. I have to give them their space, yeah. you know? Um, so I, I've, I'm okay with that, even though yeah. I haven't fully wanted to do it, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, but let's jump into this. Yeah, let's jump in. Ten All right. reasons why your first marriage, that ended your first marriage. Yeah, so um, I got married. Um, well, I met my ex-husband when I was 19. Um, I'll be honest. I was working at a strip club. Mm-hmm. And uh, the crazy, so here's the crazy thing. I really did not need to be there. I um, I was in college. I was living off of an inheritance that my mother had left for me. I, so I had just got that when I turned 18. And I, I didn't need to be there. But yeah. where I was in my life sent me there. Yeah. Um, I just had a really dark past. Um, some things happened in my childhood. And I, it caused me to um, look at sex as a um, power tool. Yeah. And so it just led me to a dark place. Um, I enjoyed, I guess, using my goods to make men feel things and, and get a reward out of it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I ended up working at this strip club. And the crazy thing is... A little bit on down the road, God like burned the place down. I I, I was not working there or had anything to wasn't even but anyway, yeah. it was like a symbolism yeah. <laughs> that that yes. happened. Um anyway, so number one, I'm just stalling because I'm nervous. Like if you can't tell. <laughs> Come on, let it out. But that all that is is relevant because yeah. it brought yeah. Okay. So a little backstory. Yes. Yeah, so reason number one, um, I think me and my ex-husband, we didn't fully understand what marriage was. Um, we had no counseling beforehand. I don't think I had only really seen one successful marriage, and I wasn't quite sure if that particular marriage was the way that it was, just because the the man had a really nice personality. Yeah. <laughs> um, Neither of them believed in God, but he was just like such a steady, somber guy. Mm -hmm. Um, He also was able to spend a lot of time kind of away, like on business sometimes. So I think that maybe helped him stay sane and somber. I don't know. I was only like kind of a kid judging that. Yeah. So, but I had never really seen a very successful marriage where people didn't hurt each other and and all of that. Um, And on his end, I don't think that he had ever seen that either. Um, I didn't understand that like marriage was a covenant. I looked at it just as somebody to be with and take care of you. And like, you're making a new family. That's kind of, that was my perception of marriage. (laughs) Number two, um, I totally signed up for marriage for self-serving purposes. <laughs> I got married to be loved. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, you know, coming out of a time where 
I wasn't talking to my father, um, really. Um, a lot of my family members were kind of where I was distant from them. Mm -hmm. I was like out in the world on my own a little bit. And so I was really just looking for somebody that would just love me for me. Yeah. And that was something that he did very well. Um, just accepting me for who I was and where I was. Yeah. And he just fell in love with me. The, the hard thing about that was that I was entering it for those reasons. So I wasn't thinking about me loving that person in the same condition. Yeah. So it was just, um, returning that love was really just the hard part for me. Number three, um, before you get to three, that's Mm -hmm. good. Cause some people do get married with that. I mean, now, I mean, that's kind of like a deep understanding too, to have that. And because two people fall in love with the idea of love. Yeah. Instead of, you know, and marriage is about sacrifice. Yeah. And it's so much sacrifice. It is. It really is. Um, oh, go ahead. Number three. Number three. I stopped you. I hadn't dealt with demons from my past. Um, and as soon as things got rough, I reverted back to what felt normal to me. Mm. So like I said, um, he met me in a strip club. So, you know, the crazy thing was I had no reason to be there, but the way the demons that were inside of me made yeah. me feel like that was comfortable. It made me want to do that. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't, so we just, dark side. it was a dark side yeah. and like we, we met and we got married really quickly and, um, it was great and it was a whirlwind, but as soon as like the grand of it kind of started to wear down, I just instinctively went back to what was inside of me. Right. I that I had not dealt with that power drive. That power drive, yeah, yeah. Um, totally messed yeah. me up. Number four, um, uh, I use sex as a power tool and oh. not for connection. Um, so I remember like just using it to get things that I wanted, Mm -hmm. um, things that I wanted him to say yes to and not really so much as a connection of, you know, being together and being one. So number five, um, being in the wrong circle of friends, you know, you cannot have people in your ear who are not where you are, Mm -hmm. people who aren't walking with Christ and people just who don't have your best interests at heart. Like maybe they just really don't understand. Yeah. Um, they give terrible advice. (laughs) They're, they're in it for pleasure right now too. So they're, they're wanting people to join their. Yeah. And you know where I was, I had made an adult decision, Mm -hmm. but when the going got tough, like I didn't want to be an adult anymore. I wanted to go out with my friends. I wanted to go road tripping and, yeah. you know, and they enticed me and indulged me and like, yeah, you deserve this. Let's they do would it. Say, and, well, you know what, JC, maybe you shouldn't yeah. like, just bail on your husband. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what? I want to, you know, speak a little bit to all these things you've said, because, um, you're talking about this 10 things that ended your first marriage and, 
or and so much of marriage is all a lot of us have this in our marriages currently Mm -hmm. and when you said you didn't understand marriage like where i came from was different yeah so for for like uh jc and i were talking about this where as her background she brought a lot of stuff in my husband similarly Mm -hmm. because with my background though i brought plenty in it was different it was i because i had a relationship with the lord throughout my life and and stuff like that there i didn't i didn't open doors that were other people have opened or whatever so but when you enter as into the marriage as a covenant and differently it's you have that different mindset of because we all have stuff to work on yeah it gives us that grace and that um to to look god i feel like opens our eyes to look deeper Mm -hmm. like for me that was a big thing that happened with troy and i um that he gave me this grace to see because i did i cared and loved troy and he wasn't all horrible and a lot of things were um you know uh mental and different things like that that he dealt with and god gave me this grace to see him and and to work with him, just like I needed grace for the areas in my life that I needed to work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's grass always looks greener on the other side. You think, Oh, we could just go do that. But, but like, even though your stories might be different, what Jay, what you're saying and all these points are just so valuable Mm -hmm. for us to look at in our marriages. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. And no, like my insert, that was great. And like, I'm thinking of reason number one, just not fully understanding what marriage was, you know, I highly recommend doing counseling before marriage. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care how in love you think you are, how long you've been together. You could be together for 10 years and decide, oh, we're going to get married. You still need marriage counseling, premarital counseling. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's important. It does help, especially, you know, get a good one. And if you don't feel like it's helping or valuable, find somebody else. Find somebody else. honestly, if you're married and you feel... Get counseling. Mm-hmm. Like, if you feel like you need it, there is no shame. I know sometimes it's women are more apt to do it, and men sometimes are hesitant. But, oh, man, I mean, we've had lots, so, and it's been helpful. Yeah. Sometimes I just go to get clarity. Mm-hmm. My girlfriends aren't there. I'm just <laughs> I'm just so, counseling. reason number six, um, I never spoke up about how it made me feel to be sexualized. Um when when I was approached to have sex when things weren't great, it made me feel like a sexual object. Which is okay, I'm gonna say this. It was very that that feeling is that's very ironic for me mm-hmm. because here's the girl that used sex as a power tool. But for whatever reason, when it was happening to me, even if it wasn't the true intention behind it, it took me back to the place that I was when I was a little girl. Yeah. And I never, um, I feel so bad about this, but I had, I never had the courage to talk to him about it. And what it did was it made me, um, resent him Mm -hmm. and it fueled the fire of, I don't have to be with him anymore. Um, yeah. And, and I know like looking back on that, that it, if we would have probably feel that using it as a power tool for yourself. Oh yeah. Like, like even more such a, yes, a vicious cycle. And I know that, um, if I would have talked to him about it, we could have worked through that. Mm-hmm. I know that. Um, number seven, 
I looked to material things to make me happy. Now, this is, um, I don't don't think that any, you know, happiness comes from yourself and being centered and honestly in who God created you to be. Mm -hmm. But I constantly went after um, the next thing, like thinking that, I mean, I remember buying a car, like convincing him to buy a car that we did not need another car payment. But I wanted a Lexus RX. (laughs) (laughs) And and he figured out how to make it happen. And I was just like, this is going to make me happy. It's going to make me so happy. And no, like it's kind of the same thing where people have kids because they're like, this is going to make me happy. This is going to make me happy. Mm. No, the problems are still there. Yeah. Um, Yes. So, yeah, just, yeah. All right. Number eight. Um, Deep down, I wanted a leader. And I didn't know how to communicate that. Um, and it made me actually give up twice. Well, and I, I'm, you are, if people who know, you're strong. Yes, I'm very strong. So, so that, it's funny because that's probably he saw your strength. Yeah. And so he was like, she can leave. Like, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, I'm, it's good. But, but deep down inside, I did not want that. No. Like, I wanted him to be the leader and I wanted him to stand up for like, what we needed and like yeah being that strong tower yeah i don't know yeah um nine um i have a survivor's mentality and at the time i felt that it dependent behaviors were weak um and looking back now i know that it's not that dependent behaviors are weak i think it's our humanness mm-hmm. um i felt that him depending on me, I looked at it as a weakness. Yeah. And um, and it just, it turned me off from continuing the marriage. Right. Because I did not want to be dependent on. Yeah. But at the time, you didn't communicate any of that. I didn't tell him any of this. Yeah. And I don't think you would know unless you know, because, like, know you. Yeah. Yeah. And I maybe, and I think that maybe sometimes when we got in arguments and things, like I would kind of say those things, but not in a way you can't no, say you those things in when argument, in an yeah. argument, like, because nobody's listening. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, that kind of pushed, ex- accelerated, um, things to end in divorce, I think. And number 10 which this is going to be a shocker to a lot of people, I think. <laughs> but I was super insecure. Now, we're talking, I'm 19, 20, um, 21, 22, 23. Um, and I was just insecure. And I never wanted anyone to know that. And so every decision I made was founded in being the opposite of insecure. Like, I was like... I can do this without him. I can be this person without him. I can, like, I don't need him. Like, my insecurity fueled, um, like, a reverse reaction, if that made sense. I think a lot of people that are insecure, like, they stay and they they long and they ponder, but, like, it created a monster inside of me to just push him away and to not deal with all the things and... Um, go in the direction that nobody thought that I was going to go in. So, yeah. sadly, 
um, those yeah, were the... Yeah, because you didn't seem insecure. Huh? Your, all the things you did seemed opposite. Yeah, it did. You didn't seem insecure as a I person or, or whatever. I know. It kind of... It made me actually feel gloat a little bit because he was the one that seemed was left feeling insecure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and so to say all of that, like I, I have apologized to him like a million times <laughs> because, um, I feel like he got the worst version of me mm-hmm. and it just desperately breaks my heart when I think about it. Um, because he's such a wonderful guy. Mm. He's so wonderful and he's a great father to our son. Um, and there were so many things that I did love about him and I still do. Um, but I kind of, mm-hmm. I, these, these are my responsibilities that I take, uh, for ending the marriage. But well, that's so, I really appreciate you sharing with all of us because I mean, that's some raw vulnerability right there, JC. Thank you. That's really good. And, and uh, from that, so much, we could, there's so much to learn in what you're sharing. And I, and I do, the only reason that I'm, I'm sharing my story is because I want you as a woman to evaluate the things that you bring to your marriage and the thoughts that you have. And, you know, what do you need to be communicating to your partner? Like, don't just let these little things pile up Mm -hmm. to where one day you're exploding and, Divorce seems like the only option. Right. Um, and I say all the time, which my current husband's like, really, really, honey? <laughs> but I say all the time, they're like the reasons that I have on paper that my marriage ended, like my first marriage didn't have to end. Like I could have made it work. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he kind of feels bad about that because he's like, but then you wouldn't have me. And I'm like, I know, but I'm just saying if you weren't yeah. in the equation. Right. Um, and you know what? I left that marriage, the first marriage saying, I am never getting married again. Like this is, I don't want to be in this. It's too hard. Marriage isn't for me. Like I will never have any more children. Like that was my thought. And like God did such a deep work within me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to come into a new sense of myself. And I'm not saying that this, this marriage is that I'm in now is not hard. Mm-hmm. It is hard, but I have, I'm coming to it with a different approach, with a different understanding, with a new grace, with, um, open eyes, just, you know, of what I need to do to mm-hmm. be serving and to be loving and all yes. those things. So yeah. All the hard things. Sometimes. All the hard things. But I'm glad, and I said ooh to the vulnerability at first. <laughs> I know. It's, because, oh, like, it's raw. I know, because I'm like, oh, I don't want to, but it, I, I, we do. It's when we, you know, we have to trust mm-hmm. when we take those steps. Like, for you, taking that step of vulnerability is probably helping now in your marriage, and you a heal. I'm sure that was some of the first steps of you, God doing a work. Oh yeah. Was it or? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was. It definitely was. Awesome. Um, so I want to leave you with a quote today. Yes. Um, the quote is everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing himself. Hmm. That is a good quote. (laughs) So, um, 
Let me pray for you today. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everything that you are doing within our marriages, God. I pray that my vulnerability and my rawness and my openness of what you have done in my life and the dark past that I've come from, may it bless another woman that listens to this. May it bless marriages all across the world um, so that people may turn to you and know that you are the one who can fill us up, who can change us and help us to see ourselves. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Until next time. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. If you liked today's episode, hit the like and subscribe button. You can find us on Instagram at Married and Having Fun. We'll be sharing cute photos of our husbands and all the things about marriage. Till next time, keep, keep having fun. fun.